0: guys how are we doing and welcome to another episode of the nick lockwood coaching podcast and today i'm gonna to do an episode on training now at 30 versus when i was 20 the reason i wanted to do this one is when i'm obviously 30 I've got many many 30s coming up this year so i'm surrounded by this sort of milestone um and i believe when we get to these sort of milestones there's a lot of thought processes that go into it now this is not exclusively for 30 i think The physiological and the psychological effects of hitting certain milestones happens throughout. I hear this exact thought process uh, from uh, mid-20s to later into 40s. So it's not exclusively for that, but this is where I am at and I'm around a lot of the conversations that come with this. And I know a lot of people just start thinking about their health, making changes. And um, I want to dive a little bit more into this. And one thing I really, really dislike is when... I just hear this normalization of getting out of shape. Poor habits, uh, feeling run down, feeling fatigued, having pain all the time. It's just a normalization as we get older. And yes, there's physical things that happen. But I have one for myself personally, I do not feel it. But I think that's just because this is how I am now. And I don't <laughs> and I've got 20 anymore, so it's like not as easy as just being in that body however i will go through some of the comparisons and i've just been surrounded by so many people who dramatically changed their lifestyle around not just at 30 but some of the clients i used to work with in canary walk like still do now who are like 35 40 and plus have dramatically changed and got into their best physical shape so the shape of their life in terms of the way they're looking aesthetically uh their strength their endurance they're just their fitness and their feel good factor but how that has actually dramatically changed their lifestyle around outside of that just truly inspire them. So when I'm surrounded by these comments about, Oh God, yeah, this is what happens. It's like, man, man, we're not about that. We're not, we're not about that. And if you're part of this podcast and listen back, I don't think you're about that too, which is amazing. So going to dive into this now. First thing is I am and have been training throughout my twenties. So my circumstances will be a little bit different to someone who has not been training throughout this period. And I'll do a small section on that as we go. So the first thing is the actual physical training itself, the time spent exercising. It is different. If anything, I'd say it's better just due to more knowledge. When I was younger, I used to just go in, I used to batter myself six, seven days in a week, sometimes not even taking rest days, right? To so do it like 20, 30 sets on a muscle group battering myself days off doing cardio some days doing two a day there was stages where i would even did things such as i did uh, like a, the same body part once in the morning and again in the evening doing different rep ranges and i could just batter myself like that but because there was no real plan structure i could kind of just get away with it and recovery demands were just were there i could get away with it it wouldn't really affect me i still make some okay like re- like moderate progress uh but it wouldn't really affect me and I could get away with that where now the training is a lot more strategic and i'm going to run you through exactly what i mean by that so for me now priorities are in no particular order when i say this is obviously looking good having good daily energy so i can be productive at my work so i can be a good um a good person to be around for my family for my friends just to enjoy myself because we want that energy and i think having that feel good factor is so essential and my health is something I'm very much conscious about. I am always like that. I really want to live a fully energized and engaged thirties, forties and done. so that's no particular order. So a lot of my training stuff now is based around that whilst also having the energy to go and enjoy myself, you know, <laughs> we need these things. So back then I would be doing six, seven days pool, ridiculous amounts of sets and reps in the gym. Cardio all the time. Now I can't do that. When now it is, nothing's too dissimilar. I still do a lot of resistance training, but I'll train roughly three to four resistance training sessions a week. I always, I would say three to four because that's my minimum. But four right now is my is my sweet spot because I'm not genetically blessed. I cannot recover well CNS-wise. So I do feel fatigued mentally. If I do too much intense lifting, I don't want to be like that, but it's just what I've kind of got used to. And it'll be four sessions a week. It could be this is how the splits sometimes vary. It will either be two upper, two lower, it will either be two upper, two lower, one of the lower has arms, or it will be a one lower, a push, pull, and another upper, depending on what I'm doing. Or if I'm and if I'm doing um, if I do three days a week, I'll be honest with you, it's probably just going to be lower, two uppers. It used to be full body, but this is kind of what I enjoy now. So that's the split of the splits I would potentially use. For myself, when I'm in there, I like to do the rep ranges of between eight to 20. Anything for me going below that five-ish region, it just messes up my mental capacity for the rest of the day, so I don't often do that. I normally do between eight to 50, 20 reps on whatever I'm doing. There will be about 90 seconds rest or so to two minutes, maybe 60 for the isolation, because I find doing three minutes might be optimal, but I don't like waiting around for too long, 60 seconds on the bigger lifts, I lose my strength. So that's kind of what I do there, and I track these things what I'm doing and when I'm in a good flow, I'm tracking. If I'm not in a good flow, I'm not. But try to get better, try and get another rep here and there. It doesn't always happen. But what I found is that's kind of been my sweet spot for being in the gym, working hard, recovering well. And recovering well means I can physically go again. I'm productive around it. I can come out feeling like I've had a good workout. And mentally I'm engaged to go again. Because if I'm overtraining, doing way too much, my productivity's off. I don't like, I don't actually see so much progress in the gym. And My men, I I like going. I I do love going. But now that I think I've got more responsibilities, I don't like going as much. So by having a bit of space out, doing that four sort of days, makes me want to get in there more and I enjoy it more. So that's the resistance training. If anything, so back then it was never structured. It was all over the place, sporadic, which I could maybe get away with. But now it's always structured. I'm always coached. So they will periodize it phases of like some higher reps moderate weight then there'll be some slightly lower reps heavier weight then there'll be some superset sort of phases like that always structured always a plan in front of me of what I'm going to do so I can up with intent when it comes to cardio and output what I find is to optimize daily like energy and performance intense bounce of the resistance followed by a longer walk so either on the day a day off, or every day I'll be doing a walk but the days off I'll try and go for a longer walk I found Low intensity like that, great for your headspace. Oh yeah, it burns calories, but also feel good. It allows recovery. And a lot of people will feel way fitter by doing that. And you get a good heart rate response from the resistance training. When it comes to cardio, this is very person dependent, I believe, on how much you enjoy it and want to do it. I genuinely think if you do intense resistance training and some walks, you probably don't need as much cardio as you believe. From a time efficiency perspective, it, from body composition, From a um, health perspective, we do need it up. I think it can be, we don't need to add that in as much if it's going to like take away from our, like the other areas. So for me now, the cardio wise, am I as worried about cardio health? No, because I think I do a lot of walking. I do that, but I'll do, if I do any form of cardio, it will be zone two. So that is a, like a jog or something low intensity for anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes. But for me, I enjoy if I do cardio, and I want something that when my heart rate's up quite high, I want it to be quite skill-based. I don't really do much hit. Um, I might do 10 minutes at the end of like two of the conditioning machines. If the gym has it, do back-to-back, keep my heart rate up, but getting a nice burn on as well. But right now, I like skill-based stuff. So I've been doing some pad work boxing. Uh, It keeps my heart rate up. and I'm enjoying it, and I'm learning something. Or it could be football or something like that. That's genuinely it. If anything, the training hasn't changed. It's the same. If anything, it's better because it's more strategic the way I go. Point number two, the big thing that I focus on now is my recovery. Because as I said previously, just alluding on to that point, I used to be able to overtrain, not sleep, and I could get away with it where now the recovery comes into many different things. And this is down to the workload that I do, depending on my sleep as well. But as we get older, we have way more responsibilities. I have my own business. I've been traveling loads. That takes up recovery capabilities. And if you're someone where you've got a lot of responsibility at work, if you've got a lot on family-wise, relationship-wise, then that takes up your recovery and your reserves that you have. So it is easier to feel more fatigued through those areas where it didn't used to be. So I really do try to prioritize recovery now. And so what I mean by prioritizing my recovery is I try to space out my workouts enough so I can recover. I try to um make sure I'm doing these walks for that recovery process. And I just try to incorporate stress management techniques. That's why getting outside loads helps me. Being in the sun dramatically helps me. Trying not to stay up too late as an escapism from TV sometimes is a challenge because I know everyone wants to do it, but we do my best. Not going out too late on a weekend because it's like, I think I'm in a good moment, but I'm a bit intoxicated. Then it just dramatically knocks my recovery. Then by Wednesday, I'm like still a psychological, physical mess. Like, so really prioritizing my recovery has been the game changer that's keeping me going right now. So I will make sure my workouts are spaced out sustainably enough throughout my week so I can work hard and I can rest. If I'm making progress within the gym, I can lift more. And my mental energy to be in there is in a good place. That's a good sign I'm recovering well. So if you're listening to this now, you're probably in that sort of boat as well. You are probably got a lot of responsibility at work. You've probably got maybe, you may have a partner. You may have family, kids. Loads of my clients my age have kids. Um, relationships, all of these things. You could have things go on like personally as well within families, things happen, break all breakups, all these things, dramatic stress. So you've got to, they, these things take up reserves and it's about prioritizing recovery. So they're simple things like that. So I would say just managing my workout schedule, Managing a few things I could do, like getting outside, daylight, trying to, on the weekend, do something not involving tech and just booze, uh, is uh just doing that is great. And then the little things that I really have to focus on, where back in when I was like 20, you could go out, you could do the binge drink, you could do all this sort of stuff. You, know, you can work out hard, not sleep, and you'd be okay. But now, not get away with that. It dramatically affects me, and I don't like being that person. I wish I could be go, 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 but hey, it's one of those things. That leads into my next point, is my sleep. I am someone who is dramatically affected by my sleep. When I was say, in my earlier 20s, I used to have PT six till night, like eight. So I would be up at like 515. I'd be in bed by like 10 to 1030. 10. Boom, boom. All day, clients uh, stimulated on caffeine. And it wouldn't really affect anything, especially with my training. Where now, that would mess me up. One hour less, it kills me. So I try to really do focus on my sleep and some simple strategies that I use for that. Like if you go down the science, if you look online, there'd be like these crazy sleep routines, which are just like, it sounds all good, but it's like anything. You're trying to change too much at once. And it's not necessarily about getting the best sleep all the time. I just think if you're all just making a conscious effort to look after it and prioritize it, it makes a huge difference. So for me, I try to be in bed for eight hours, but I never get eight hours. I'm always like seven to seven and a half is good for me. I try my best to do so. And a few strategies that I use is, I try and set the same bedtime throughout the week towards the weekend, depending on what I'm doing. You're going to be out later. Some days, some days it's going to be, there might be at half an hour, or I'd like sometimes on a Saturday and Saturday to be up an hour later. I know it has a little bit of an effect, but still, but if I'm out later, I've got social events on, like when I go back to Spain, I'm out later. Like that's just part and parcel of it. But I try not to change it too much. and I try not to sleep in too late. Unless I got in really late, which may not be too often these days. <laughs> so that's, Point number one. The second point is I have a hot shower like an hour before. I see that as like a disconnect. And I'm not going to pretend I'm great with the science, but the body, as it, there's something within the body temperature cooling down at night allows us to relax and actually sleep better. And for me, I just think it's a good disconnect from the day and eve. Other than that, I'll have a carby dinner, increases serotonin, which is like a feel-good relaxing hormone, which will help with the relaxing. Maybe it doesn't help sleep, but a relaxing process. Plus, I think placebo-wise, like if you eat something carby, you're pretty tasty, right? You feel pretty good. You just feel good. And I think that's a good way to end the day. Um, other than that, supplementation-wise, it'd be like magnesium. Uh, depends what you're looking for. I Sometimes glycinate was a bit more of a muscular repair, I believe. But now it's more three and 8, So I actually want to have a better sleep versus the the versus the effect of trying to just maximize muscle for example yeah i'll still check my phone occasionally i'll not be perfect when it comes to the sleep routine and i'll still do some of these things maybe watch netflix a bit too late and then on a weekend i'll i'll go out I'll start a bit later and all these sort of things but it's not necessarily about trying to be perfect with sleep it's about or optimizing it it's about more so just creating a routine and a structure that you can get into and more often than not, even if it's not the best, but you are prioritizing trying to keep to your routine, then I think that's gonna set you up in a better position to have more frequent better night sleep and overall a better frequency, sleep quality just across the board. The next point is I just don't do silly things anymore. And when I say silly things, when I was younger, I could go into the gym, maybe not do as much for warm-up, might be okay. Where Now I have to go in, and the only times I have been injured recently has been slipping over on ice, (laughs) downstairs. But in the gym, it's been more when I've gone in first thing in the morning, not done any like back warm-up, and I've just gone a bit too early into pull-ups and I've like really screwed my traps for a few days. And when I say not doing silly things, it's going in, doing a few sets of the muscle group that I'm going to be working to get the blood in there to make sure I'm doing it properly, doing a few warm-up sets and making sure it's a productive session rather than going in like I used to and I kind of just do what I wanted and it never really impact things. Where now, if I'm doing a movement, I'm doing a heavier movement, deadlift, but anything it may be within the gym, I'm warming up. And that isn't this prolonged, intensive dynamic warm-up that takes 20 minutes or this incredible functional routine or anything. It's about just being smart, going in there, doing a few warm-up sets, doing my movements, not being obsessed with the ego, trying to compete with the person next to me. And if I know I can't keep up slapping on too much weight like I used to, all about going in, doing a few warm-up sets, slowing down my form, driving up, working hard, doing what I can, not skipping up warm-ups, not doing stupid weight that I know I can't do, not going out after not running for ages and just doing like a 10, 15K and then not being able to like move to my ankles and legs are absolutely battered. I just don't do silly things. So the ability to just, Be smart with what I'm doing and don't skimp on the simple things. Because if we skimp on those simple things, we can get injured and that is going to knock us out mentally, messes us up physically. It's never ideal, right? The next point is the nutrition. When I was younger, you can kind of get away, I think, when you're in your early 20s, if you're like, kind of like eat, kind of you train, you get away with it a bit more. You can like work out. Doesn't even, to be fair, like even at the stage when it's like calorie counting or whatever, you can kind of eat what you want within and you're still going to be okay. That did work for me back then. The leanest I ever got, my diet wasn't actually, I wouldn't say it was the cleanest or healthiest per se, where now if, so I'm just going to pretend I'm someone who does stick to their calorie deficit. Calorie doesn't have to be deficit. Targets gets all of the time. If I had the same amount of calories through high quality food versus low quality food, like processed, a lot of sugars, like treats, chocolate all the time, I'll be bloated. My daily energy is really off. My cravings go through the roof. Uh, there is a physical comparison in terms of how I look, but most importantly, how I feel makes a dramatic difference. Where now I do have all these things. You see my posts. I go out. I eat. I have a few drinks and all of these things. However, that is probably twenty percent of the week. And when I say twenty percent, twenty percent of your allotment of your weekly intake is through those things. And now we live in a day and age where you can have so many like well-tasted things that are healthy anyway. Even the lower calorie like. Protein products and yogurts and stuff like that can be fine, you know. But it's there's a dramatic change in fo- now focusing on food quality because one, from a physical perspective on how I look, I we I find like if I'm eating poorly, there's bloat, there's water retention. Now I don't notice it if I eat on good quality food. But most importantly, it's more my energy and how I feel. If I have like a nice healthy meal, energy levels are sustained for higher mentally. Like I'm more focused. Um, I'm more focused more so now on filling my but hitting those sort of targets, those protein targets, hitting my requirements, et cetera, but how it's going to impact my day, my daily energy and all those sort of things. So I would say the biggest thing now is a bigger focus on food quality over the just junk and it goes for a weekend as well. So if I know I'm going out for dinner, I'm going to have whatever, man, you know that, but it's like the first, so if I'm going out for dinner, I'm going to have drinks and a dessert or something, meal one and two, good quality and go from there. So a bigger focus now on food quality because I am conscious of energy, obviously, and how we look. More importantly, a bit of longevity as well. We want to be healthy. The next point is my weekend habits. I find now, if my weekend habits involve me going out, drinking, staying up, late it just destroys me for the next week. and I do not want to be that person that is like that all the time because it is not it's just not a great place to be. It ruins my training. and if I if my training is off, gets to Monday and Tuesday, I'm a little bit on edge. I'm not productive. It's just a horrible cycle. it's hard to break. So weekend habits make a huge difference trying to not stay up too late and changing it unless it's a specific event. You like drink. I do. I probably have like one to three drinks most weekends, but rarely break that limit and get drunk. Um, And I always try to make sure I have an activity going on because I think getting outside, doing some movement is sometimes the best form of actually switching off when you switch on to something you enjoy. And then some, obviously then you have that old Netflix thing. But if every weekend is involved about being around peers who are just going out drinking, then you feel like you're eating bad the next day, not really moving. It's a bit of a cycle. When I was younger, didn't really care. You can get away with it. Now I'm older, I don't, It's it affects everything. It affects my training and mood. So for weekend habits now, I learn how to incorporate my balance through my flexi fat loss system that i use so i always make sure that i'm doing something mentally because i think no matter how people say you should view food food i think like knowing you have something you're going to enjoy is a nice treat no matter how that may sound um which i enjoy but my weekend habits now are way more in line with i like, make sure i get a workout and make sure i spend some time outdoors i make sure i have the balance of a drink or two because it's life right then there's going to be the random blowout of course man i got like weddings and 30s coming up but weekend habits make or break my week now where they didn't used to in the past and the last point will be what is the real training values now of what, where it wasn't our twenties, my twenties. So for me, when I was 20, I was like, I needed to be the best. I wanted to be the best. I wanted to look the best. I had no idea though, of what that really was or what it took, you know? And it was so obsessed. And I just thought if I had this incredible, incredible physique, that was what I was good at. That is what I finally knew something about. And it would give me that status where now it's like, one, I've kind of realized my genetics and the, the requirement I would need to get that is <laughs> very challenging. And secondly, how we look is always going to be a part of what we do. Always. It's always still a high value, right? So I want to look good, but my values aren't connected now to just doing that because I would happily not do things just to look the best. And that was my identity. And I thought everything would come for it for now. The values are I want to look good, feel good, and I really want to be productive at work. I want to enjoy myself and I want to be able to go and experience life outside of those things. And after being someone who went through the process of uh, never getting results to being so restrictive, never having a life to now finding what I would consider a way better balance. That is what I want because my values now aren't on being that person who looks the best all the time. Now my values are, I want to look good, which is objective to me and maybe as a trainer and I, cause that was me, I still want to have an above average physique and I do not mind saying that, but I value way more in terms of my productivity, in my work, my engagement, with my clients, my engagement, with my family, my friends, and I want to feel good, so I used to train so hard. I was battered and I never used to want to do anything after where now I want to be able to go out and experience life outside. And I found well, if I can get that, then everything else is better. So it links into my values and that allows me to be more motivated, be more driven where if I lived with the old values of how I was when I was early 20, then I would be in a place of I, that, that just that, to look the best as doesn't drive me now to train the hardest to be like that as well. Doesn't like that would take away where now it's that like, I want to get a good position where If I link in, trying to look good, have daily energy for the things that matter to me, be healthy, have energy, be productive, experience life, that's what keeps me motivated and makes me do what I do now. So linking it to my values. So guys, I hope you found that useful today. I appreciate it was a little bit long-winded. So I would say, if you just recap that, one, my training, just more strategic. Two is focusing on recovery. Three is gonna be the sleep. Then after that, you can't get away with silly things focusing on improving weekend habits, linking what I do with my values and focusing on the quality of my nutrition within my calorie targets. Now, if you are not me and you were not training, these are the things I would say. If you have had a bit of time out from where you are now, it is about getting a new version of yourself going. It is not about going back to what worked when you were younger, which is a big mistake a lot of people do. If you've not been training or as intense as you wanted to, for a while, going 100% back in all in to that mindset of what I had when I was in that 20s isn't going to work now. If you can make those, if you could go through what I've said there, give yourself a bit of time to get back into it. So, say you are at this moment now where you're turning 30, could be turning 35, 40, 24, whatever it may be, having this realization it's about, okay, how do I want to be with my life going forward with my fitness? And going through those points there, it is going to help. How can I make, how can I build myself back up to someone who can train more and do all these things? So training wise, balance it around what you can sustain within your schedule and what you can recover from. And if you focus on the rest of those points there, it's about building that new version of yourself. So a lot of people, they try to go back to what they did in their 20 and it doesn't work now because they're a different person, different body, been out of the game for a while, maybe not training as hard, you know, with different life stresses, all these things can impact. So hopefully, you can take away some of those values and those points from today and apply it to yourself. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, I appreciate it if you have listened far. A lot of love, as always. And if you've taken anything from this podcast today, shoot me a DM saying the word podcast, what you took away. And I would appreciate that. And I look forward to speaking to you. Have a fantastic day and speak soon.